Thanks for joining us at the Liberty City Podcast. Liberty City values each person's unique experience with faith, and we hope that this word impacts you today. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to our very special chapel service and our first service of 2021. I'm excited about this year. And if you have got your Bible, would you turn with me to Matthew 14, 22 to 29? It says this, Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves, because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. My message today is called Walk Above the Waves. Let's pray. God, we just take a moment at the start of this year and we give you thanks. We ask that you would be with us. Father, let this year be full of hope, be full of love, be full of faith. Father, we pray that you would come and you would meet with us. Would you speak through this message today? God, we give you our year, the year 2021. Would you bless it in Jesus' mighty name? And every person said, Amen. 2020 was a year. As a society, we journeyed together through fighting racism, the death of some heroes, a tumultuous political season, and a global pandemic. 2020 was indeed a year of waves. And my prayer for us as we come into 2021 is that we would be wave walkers in more ways than one. My prayer is that we would use the lessons of last year's waves to build on moving forward, but that we would also have faith to walk on waves that we may experience in 2021. Walk above the waves. In our scripture today, it says the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. We live in a sinful world, and so time so often seems to be against us. Life so often seems to be against us. The winds are against us, and we experience waves. But that's why our faith in Christ is so powerful and is so important because Christ comes down and meets us in the midst of our waves and helps us to walk above them. And I have just three thoughts for you today that I believe if we can start this year off with these three things, then perhaps we could be the kind of people 
who walk on the waves. And those three things are surrender, obey, and trust. Surrender, obey, and trust. I believe if we can take hold of these three things, if we can really make them a part of the start of our year, then we could be the kind of people who walk on the waves. Let's talk about the first one, surrender. To surrender is to cease resistance to an opponent and submit to their authority. James 4 verse 7 says this, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Deuteronomy 6 verse 5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your might. That's a lot of alls. That's a lot of surrender. John 3.30 says this, He must increase, but I must decrease. Luke 9.23 says this, And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Surrender is a key pillar of our faith. Surrender recognizes our need for help. Surrender recognizes that we must put self to the side, be selfless, less of me, more of Christ. And yet in doing so, we discover our true selves. The kingdom of God is backwards. The kingdom is backwards to this world. His ways are higher. His ways are better. And if we are to walk above the waves of both last year and the one that is to come, then like Peter, we must push aside what we know in his case. He knew he couldn't walk on water, and yet he did. He surrendered to a higher way, and therefore he outworked the impossible in his life. He surrendered to a higher way, to God's way, and therefore he outworked the impossible in his life. He would forever have a testimony that you can, in fact, by faith, walk on water. That you can, in fact, by faith, walk on water. What will the testimony of 2021 look like for you, look like for me? I believe that if we can learn to surrender and start our year off with surrender, that our testimony will be one of faith changing our facts, one that is miraculous, a testimony made up of how did that happen kind of moments. How did I overcome that? Surrender. How did I get through that? Surrender. How did that work out so well? Surrender. When we decrease and allow him to increase, we hand over the reins. When we submit to God's authority, when we surrender and recognize that he does want the best for us and that he knows how to get us there, then amazing things start happening in our lives. Every time I have surrendered to the will of God in my life, I have ended up and found myself in places I could have only have hoped to be. I didn't even know the name of the city God had called me to before we decided to come here, before we surrendered and said yes to God. 
And Ottawa has become a place that I just so deeply love. It's become the city that I've most enjoyed living in my entire life. I believe in the greatness of this city. I believe in the influence of this city. I believe that God wants to use this city to impact this nation and beyond. I feel so lucky. This city is incredibly beautiful, full of the best people. And yet, without surrender, this church, this message, the friends that I've made, the life that I'm building never would have become a reality. And what I've come to realize is this, and I encourage you to write this down. Surrender causes unknown dreams to come true. Surrender causes unknown dreams to come true. I never knew that this would be the city that I would love the most, but he did. I never knew that this would be a city where I'd make incredible friends, but he did. I never knew that this would be the city where we would start a church, a church family that I love, but he did. When we surrender to his ways, when we surrender to God, it causes unknown dreams to come true. Point number two, if you're taking notes, is obey. Surrender and obey. We don't like the word obey, but the Bible does. John 14, 23 says, Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Deuteronomy 5.23 says, Walk in obedience, obedience uh, to all that the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. James 1.22, and this is a challenging scripture, says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Do what it says. Do what he says. Don't just talk the talk of surrender and never actually outwork it. If there is a problem amongst Christians, it's this. We hear God speak and sometimes we even surrender to the idea. We say, God, that's a great idea. I surrender to that idea. That's an amazing idea. But when it comes to outworking it, we don't have the obedience a lot of the time that it requires to actually follow through. It's one thing to surrender what we know and say, you know, maybe I can walk on water. But stepping out of the safety of the boat is a whole other thing. But obedience is our faith in action. Faith without deeds is dead. God is continually calling to us to step out and obey, to do things, to have works in our lives, to give generously, to be generous to his church, to be generous to people, to serve others. He calls us to obedience, but so often he speaks to us and we think to ourselves, man, yeah, I need a surrender, but actually following through in obedience can be hard. But the Bible is very clear. Faith without deeds is dead. Faith without deeds is dead. James 14 to 24 says this, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, 
if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. We see this so often in life. And for me being a pastor, I see it so often in church life. There are so many things that people want from the church, expect from the church, would like from their church. Here's my thought. What is your action? What are you doing to help move that forward? It's one thing to have faith, but faith without deeds is dead. When we surrendered to move our lives to Canada, that was one thing. That was step one. But then we actually had to obey. We had to make preparations, we had to get things ready, we had to sell things, we actually had to step out into the unknown. We had to be obedient. And obedience usually requires stepping away from what you know. It usually requires stepping away from habits that you've built, a life that you've built, mindsets that you've built, safety that you've built, finances that you've built, and stepping into the unknown. It's faith surrender with works, obedience, obedience. This year, wave walkers have to actually be on the waves, not in the boat. Let me encourage you to be thoughtful at the start of this year, to obey in areas that you know God has called you to surrender. What has he been asking of you that you've been putting off? What unhealthy habits has he asked you to surrender and you haven't yet put into action? It may be big. It may be small. It might be as big as sell everything, move away from your country, go to a new nation and start a church. It might be as small as start eating healthy. Both are incredibly important. Both show obedience. Obedience to God may not be easy, but it will always be beneficial. A God-obedient life is a God-favored life. A God-obedient life is a God-favored life when you step out and you don't just surrender that thing, but you actually make action. Then all of a sudden, things just start falling into place. It's weird. It's crazy. It's almost like God is favoring that journey. And it's biblical, if you don't believe me. Deuteronomy 5.23 says, Walk in obedience to all the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days. If that's not favor, I don't know what is. And point number three, the third thing, we had surrender, we had obedience. And the third thought is to trust trust. We need to surrender to God. We need to obey that surrender. And then we need to trust. Our God is worth trusting. Trust is the ingredient that keeps you on course. There's surrender and there's obeying. That's what gets you on the water. But trust is what keeps you on the water. 
again, for our move here to Canada. Trust is what has helped us to stay the course on the days that were bad, on the days that were hard. Trust is what has kept us here when we were homesick. Trust is what has gotten us through every step of a very long and painful permanent residency journey. Not trust in ourselves and what we know, but trust in God. And if there's anyone we can trust, it's the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Psalm 9, 10 says, And those who know your name and put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Psalm 112, verse 7, I love this, says this, He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. This year, let's not be people who start walking on water and quickly return back to the boats of our own making, the boats that we know, the boats that feel good, the boats that keep us safe. Let us trust him, stay on the water, walk above the waves. What boats have you built in your life that cause you to go back? What boats have you you built in your life that cause you to return? Perhaps it's time to burn the boats. Burn the boat of apathy. Burn the boat of cynicism. Burn the boat of offense. Burn the boat of mistrust. Burn the boat of unforgiveness. The concept of burning boats is very old. It's often traced back to a story associated with the conquest of the Aztec Empire by Hernan Cortes. Upon arrival, Cortes would destroy his ships, sending a clear message to his men that there was no turning back. They would either win or they would perish. A similar story can be found in the Bible when Elijah comes, and it's found in 1 Kings 19, 19 to 21. Elijah comes, the man of God, and he, he arrives and sees Elisha, and he throws his cloak on him, representing that he was now to become his disciple, to follow him, to become a man of God. And the story is incredible because just before he goes, Elisha goes back and he burns the plow that he was working with. He burns his livelihood. He makes it harder for him to turn around. He makes it almost impossible to have something to return to. He burns the thing back there and he moves forward. Burn the boats. Burn the plow. Forget what is behind and press forward. If surrender, our first point, if surrender is to have faith, and obedience is to put faith in action, then trust is to keep the faith, to keep the faith. We must keep the faith. We must value our faith. Hold on to it with everything that you have. Trust God. If you have a hole in your faith bucket, fix the hole in your bucket before you try to find the reason for the hole. 
too many of us are caught up in our own pride and cynicism, wanting to figure out why have we got that hole? Why is that hole there? What caused that hole? Rather than just saying, God, I trust you. I'm going to plug that hole, first of all, to make sure that I keep my faith. The rest I can figure out afterwards. The reason for the hole is important. But keeping your faith is the more urgent matter. Keep the faith. I am very clearly passionate about this. Fix the hole by making a firm decision in Christ's goodness, entrusting his word, entrusting that he is who he says he is, entrusting his existence. Stop letting your faith leak because you have questions. Hold on to your faith. Keep your faith. Your faith is paramount. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Trust God. And here's the encouraging thing. If we find ourselves sinking, let me encourage you with the end of our key passage of scripture today. Matthew 14, 30 to 33 says this, but when he saw the wind, talking about Peter, when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. Jesus did not let him sink. When Peter decided to surrender, to obey, and to trust, even in the moment that he doubted, Jesus did not let him sink. We don't know how far away from the boat Peter had actually walked, but we do know that just before he stepped out of the boat, he said, Jesus, if it is you, he potentially was unrecognizable, far off enough that he couldn't quite recognize that it was Jesus. Now, here's the thing. I'm not suggesting that after Peter had that doubting moment and Jesus lifted him out, I'm not suggesting that together they walked back to the boat. I'm not suggesting that Peter may have, in fact, walked on water, not once, but twice. It's unclear. But I wonder what happened at that moment. And perhaps it gives some encouragement to trust and to stay the course, to keep going, to give it another go. I wonder what happened in that, that moment. Did Jesus pick him up and carry Peter back? Did Peter walk on water for a second time? I'll leave that with you to ponder. What we do know is that when we trust Jesus, even if we doubt, 
he will not let us sink. Fix the faith leak. Believe that if he has called you to do it, he will bring you through it. This year, let us surrender. Let us obey. Let us trust. And together, let us walk above the waves. You know, you may be here today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You've been listening to me speak and you're saying, man, I've, I've heard those stories and I need a trust. I need a, I need a relationship with him. I will never forget, and I feel like many of us have a story similar to this. I'll never forget being young and we were uh, at my family farm and not far from our family farm is what is called the Ocean Beach. We call it the Ocean Beach. It's an incredible beach and it's very open to the ocean. And so the waves are huge. And myself and my family, my cousins, extended family were all there. And I don't know how old I was, but I remember being pretty young. And I remember, you know, swimming, hanging out, but I had to stay in the shallow area. But I could see all of my older cousins kind of like right out in the waves. And I wanted to be out in the waves. I wanted to get out there. I wanted to experience it. So off I went. I started swimming. I obviously clearly should not have done that, but I started swimming and it just hit me. The realization that the waves were huge. They were far too big for me and I should not have been out there. And so like many stories, I suddenly found myself underneath a huge wave and just barreling under and I'd try to get up but another wave would hit and I'd continue to barrel under and I thought to myself that's it I'm done this is it for me and in that moment a hand reached down out of the water it was the hand of my older brother he had seen me go out and knew what was going to happen and he had come after me his hand came down pulled me, started pulling me out. But in that moment, I was still struggling. I was still trying to swim. I was still trying to save myself. And so me trying to save myself and my brother reaching down to try and help just wasn't working. And I realized I needed to stop. I needed to surrender. I needed to trust his strength, trust the strength of my older brother and just let him pull me out. There was no other way that I was going to get through that. And the truth is, is that it's like that with God. With our lives, we can just get caught in a wave of just barreling and we try to get up. We try so desperately to get out, but another wave hits. And the beauty of our God, like our key scripture today, is that he comes down and he meets us in the waves. He does not let us sink. He reaches down and pulls us out. And so for you today, if you want to start a relationship with Jesus, if you're saying, Nadia, I've been trying to run my own life. I have not surrendered to a higher way. I, I've been trying to do this thing by myself. Let me encourage you today. Jesus is there ready to reach down and pull you up out of that barreling wave of life and bring you into a new life. And so in a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer. And I'm going to pray one line of the prayer, and you can pray the prayer with me. It's very simple. But I'm going to pray a prayer. And by praying this prayer from your heart, 
It's literally you grabbing onto his arm and saying, God, I'm not going to fight anymore. I'm going to trust in your strength. I'm going to trust that you are who you say you are. And I'm going to let you pull me out of what is going on. And the prayer is really simple. It goes like this. Dear Jesus, I thank you for what you did for me on the cross. Today I ask, would you help me? I surrender to you, God. Would you forgive me of my sin? And I thank you that you do. I thank you that you pull me up out of the waves and that you help me to walk above them. In Jesus' mighty name. And every person said, Amen. Amen. We are so glad you joined us at Liberty City Podcast. Please come check us out on social media and find an event to connect with us. 